What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to the Mid Catch Up Podcast, episode 18. We up in this mud with your host, Lofton, aka Mr. Nice Guy, aka Mr. Hazel Donis, aka Let Me Get Suited in the Buddha, Antoine Cumberbun. Co host, Rajin, what's up? AKA Boulder Shoulders, AKA Mr. Dark Poet, AKA If You Don't Know By Now, go ahead with it, sir. AKA Mr. Make It Happen, what's good, baby? What's hey. going on with you, man? We done brought in another guest today. Oh, let's go. Turn That's up. a blast from my past. You know what I'm okay, saying? We got a okay. fellow army vet up here, you know what I'm saying? Oh, from army life, you army, know what I mean? 10th out, climb the glory. You know what I'm saying? We okay. did the thing at 59 Kim. My man okay. Kelly Williams, man, we was on rocking in the platoon, doing the on thing. Like I said, army vet, talented musician, got his degree in music production, does a little video on side, and is a fantastic father, single father in this thing, man. Kelly, Let's welcome go. to the show, man. What's up? Yo, yo, yo. Thank, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Welcome. Yeah, yeah, no man. doubt, no doubt. I'm I'm definitely happy to be here. It's definitely a pleasure to be here. I saw a video and just like, yo, I love what y'all doing. I love the information y'all putting out and and just the integrity and just all of that behind it. You know, I love it. Appreciate love it. it. Appreciate it. Hey, no doubt, really no appreciate it, man. I was glad that I was able to uh, touch base with you and have you come out and chill with us for this show. Man. So you know. Like always, we gotta start it out. It's the standard. It's the standard. It's a part of what we built this thing. Mm-hmm. It's drinking today. Yes, it's my favorite. You know what I'm saying? Let's go with it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I need a little key in. We need to have like a little thing for drinking today. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I, I love me some drinking today. So, yeah, yeah. Yours is already uh, squared away there, Rajin. Talk yes, to me sir. what you got for the drink of the day, so, sir. Before I present this situation, <laughs> all right. <laughs> It's been a minute since I had my drink of the day. So You've been hydrating. You know what I'm saying? So since I'm back at the gym, I've been back in the gym for a couple months now. You know what I'm saying? I'm back in and getting doing a big thing. Um, I'm, 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 I'm addressing my diabetes. You know, so I'm a type 2 diabetic. Uh, so I don't, you know, I know they say there's a lot of carbs in the chasers that you put in your drink. All right. So, you know, my trainer was like, hey, you know, if you're going to drink, Anything, try to drink something, try to mix it with something zero. So I came across what we call this C4. Oh, where we at? You know what I'm saying? There you go. C4, you know what I'm saying? Zero sugar. But I came across this peach mango nectar. There you go. Okay. So wait for it. So then I'm I'm thinking to myself, so I had a little barbecue a couple weeks ago. Somebody came over with some um, peach whiskey. Okay. 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 So what I did was I went to the liquor store. I'm like, okay, well, I'm asking for the peach. He said, Well, we got this this uh this whiskey cream liqueur okay. peach flavor. Okay. okay. So I went in, you know what I'm saying, and made my mixed drink. I mixed it with the C4. Okay. The peach, the cream peach liqueur. You feeling me? I, I call it the I call it the peach invasion. You know what I'm saying? Invasion. Oh shit. Sure. Watch out. I call it a peach. You know what I'm saying? That means it's about to go. Somebody it's about to go down. It's about to go down. <laughs> what, 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 hey, what the young boy say? It's, it's lit. It's lit. It's lit. Is that is that are we still saying that? I don't know. Like lit. I don't know, bro. I can't keep up. I can't keep uh. up. I don't know. I don't know what the hell mean what these days, but I know damn well that this drink right here, bro. <laughs> you need to yeah, get life. You know what I'm saying? That, and so listen. 
for real. Uh -huh. So I know I, I got a lot of real, I got, you know, I, a lot of real so-called thugs and my, you know what I'm saying, my friends or whatever, so-called G's or whatever. And they be like, ah, oh, bro, I don't drink no fruit and drink, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Kill yourself. I'm drinking it. <laughs> it's delicious, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's all that counts. Yeah, yeah. The shit is delicious, nigga. I don't give a fuck. Delicious? You know what I'm saying? Delicious. You know what I'm saying? Delicious. Oh, so, 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 uh. Fans don't even say delicious, nigga. This shit is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm about to uh, go ahead and, uh, you know, y'all get to see this live and in person. I'm going to make my drink right now. This is okay. called, uh, I call this the sparkling Arnold Palmer. So okay. I'm about to hit you with a little, 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 uh, a vodka one there. I got that, I got that new Amsterdam, you know what I'm saying? Gluten free. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. talk about, hey, zero oh, calories. I got gluten free vodka. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here get the gluten free on there. So I'm going to go ahead and pour that in the, in the cup right there. Make oh, it nice. I don't think and, I got gluten in it. So that hey, man. Hey, it's gluten free, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It must. Or some, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, so you know what I'm saying. I put a, a nice little quantity in there, and I went ahead and I got a little, okay. uh, you know what I'm saying, the Arnold Arnold Palmer half and half. Got the little okay. cut right there. You know what I'm saying. Mm. Throw that up okay. in there. And you know okay. what I'm saying. I like I like my stuff to, uh, you know what I'm saying, have a little tickle. You know what I'm saying. So I gotta have a little sparkle up in there, John. So I added a little Canadian dry. Oh, on top of that with the ginger ale on top of that boy right okay. there, and mm. uh, you know what I'm saying. Uh, cheers with the Arnold Palmer, you know what I'm saying? Doing good things out here. Okay, okay. Okay, I see. Delicious. Okay. <laughs> now, you, now you now you can go golfing. You, oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna I'm go ahead and put my uh and put my, my, my golf gear on and go out here and tiger, swing a little bit. Little little lion force, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm a little different than Tiger Woods. I'm a lion force, okay. you know what I mean? Okay, so, okay, gotcha. Okay. So Kelly, man, did okay. you uh what what'd you, what'd you bring to the table today? Well, um normally I don't do this, but okay. um <laughs> that's what that's what everybody says. Normally yeah, I don't do me? this, you know. Um I oh okay, okay. So let me give you a little backstory. My uh -huh. entire time plus two years after my retirement from the army. Mm -hmm. I ain't drink except for yeah, maybe yeah. a glass of wine, maybe two. Right, so right. So I just didn't drink, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, religious reasons, you know, health reasons, me wanting to stay on top reasons for yeah, other yeah. stuff that I'm doing. But you know, mm -hmm. um, after my dad died in 2018, mm -hmm. I, I I I drank this and the wife was at that time, you know, the ex-wife now, she was yeah. tripping a whole lot. So I was like, you know what? I needed to sleep. I wasn't sleeping anymore, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I yeah. started drinking a little bit, you know, here and there, just to help me sleep. Medicinal purpose, right? Right, right. Okay. Okay. Medicinal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Medicinal I, like, I like the way you said it. Yeah. All right, I got you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. so, so after that, what I, you, you know, I did get into the harder stuff, you know, just to kind of really put me out, you know. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, after the divorce you. and being a single father with three kids, you know, needed a little extra something, something. So this is what I did. I took me some eighteen hundred, some some blanco, eighteen hundred. Oh, you, you, you went well already. You doing, hey, I'm you doing you. good. I'm you're with doing you. Good. I'm with you're doing good. I got some downstairs. I'm feeling you. All right. I did. I did. There's some orange juice, a little bit of lemon okay. juice, a splash of lemon okay. juice. Okay. Now, all right. Now, now check this one out. A little vitamin D. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> 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 and some ginger beer. 
Okay. You like that tickle? Okay. I feel you okay. that. Yeah, I like I gotta have a little tickle okay. in here. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's yeah, all yeah. I like that. I'm feeling it. I'm yeah. feeling it. All right. So that's, so that's what I tried. I, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, all right, this is pretty good. You know? Yeah. The last like last week I tried something with a little bit of grapefruit juice and some regular ginger ale, kind of like you did. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. 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 That's so, legit. Yeah. That's legit. So I cheers, like everyone. Like hey. Make yeah, yeah, sure no that doubt, no uh, doubt. everybody out here listening, make sure that you put your drinks. We all talked about it last week. Hey, put your drinks up there. We'll make them. We'll end up making a, uh, a top almost four. So, hey, right here, our guest, man, got the ginger beer, a little uh, little lemon juice, a little orange juice, and 1800. That could be the first yeah. on the list. Like, we, we seeing how the drinks are out there. So, Please hit us yeah. up out here, man. Catch up on all the social media. Let us know what y'all drinking on so we can go ahead, yeah. make these joints, and then we're going to list them and, and rank, see what y'all really out there working with. You know what I mean? 1,800 yeah. coconut. Oh, 1,800 coconut. Okay. He's saying he's saying, he okay, going to the yeah. islands, huh? We're going yeah, to the islands, up, huh? You, you up the end a little bit. Okay. <laughs> he yeah, said, booyaka, booyaka. Yeah. No, 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 Fantastic drinks of the day. Now we're moving on to the next wonderful part of we got the news of the week. There's been some wild stuff happening all in all facets. You got anything, Rajim, to pop us off? Yeah, man. First and foremost, man, first and foremost, man, we lost a legend. So I like to give a shout out to the um you know, the um, the Bill Russell family. Mm -hmm. We lost Bill Russell, 11-time uh, NBA champion, MVP, and uh, activist. So, uh, yes. you know what I'm saying? Our condolences to his family. Um, they say they say he passed away peacefully. So that's uh, – he passed mm -hmm. away at, at, at 88. So, like I said, people, yeah. but he said he passed away peacefully. So, um, shout out to the – you know what I'm saying? Kind of, you know, give my condolences, our condolences to the, to the Russell family. You know, and um, hey, sure. you know, what I'm saying, no doubt. Also, so, hey, we can't we can't ahead. forget. There's one more. There's one more. We lost another legend there, and um, in the uh, the pantheons of uh, black excellence, we we lost uh, Lieutenant Ohura from Star Trek. Oh yeah, yeah, she I've passed seen that. away. Yeah. Uh, she passed away as well. You know, you look at you look at uh, uh, Bill Russell and uh, and uh, what's it, uh, Nicolo Nick uh nichols miss nichols uh she yeah. you know being on tv especially at that time man that was the first she was a part of the first interracial kiss on tv with mm -hmm. her and kurt like i mean she was very much a part of that era of changing things in the united states and the way people are looked at black people just like yeah. bill russell she just did it on the screen you know what i'm saying yeah, with yeah. a, with a mm -hmm. show that was iconic to movies that were iconic and they still making those movies today recasting her character that she started that she brought to life and um yeah. you know being the own well you know you had uh you had the a asian character on there as well as a black woman character on there you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so they were they were making big headways in that uh in the 60s 50s 60s time frame when star trek was was popping off man that was uh that was big time uh for what they were yeah. doing and the change that everything that was going on so yeah i just wanted to make sure we uh we touched base with her as well you know those are two big icons that were making changes uh yeah, in no the doubt, united no states doubt. uh go ahead no, continue no uh so um we lost another young rapper um 24 years old what's the name um i just had his name uh some youngins 
let me not let me not say the boy name wrong because I don't wanna <laughs> I don't want everybody named Mama be looking for me. Time you said it, you said his name wrong. My bad. <laughs> right. Can't have that. Can't have yeah. that. Yeah. So. Can't have. I'll get back to him in a minute. But uh, yeah, yeah, we lost another young rapper, man. I kind of you know wanted to put that on on Front Street, man, because I think that's um you know it's uh hold on, let me see if, if you lose me. If you lose me, I'll be back. All right, all right, we got you. We got you. Yeah, I'm still. I'm still. Y'all still here? See, I'm still yeah, here. you can yes, still. Sir. I can still hear you. Yeah, we got. You. Mm-hmm. Still, okay, cool, cool, cool. So, and I had this written down, but I walked out the house without it in my hand. So I apologize because mm. I'm I'm in these streets. You know, I'm reporting from the streets. Hey, reporting from the streets. Right. Yeah, yeah. I I'll bring it back to you, bro. But um, yeah. So uh, no problem. Young rapper, man. And um, so I I just kind of want to touch on that, man. It's like uh, oh, J J Day Young J Day that's his name. J.D. Youngins. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, but I kind of want to touch on that, man. Like, you know, so where where are we at right now? Like, I know as as an artist myself, Hayes, you as an artist, you know, we work and um, you know, I feel like growing up, um, we lost some heavy hitters. We lost Biggie, you know what I'm saying? We lost Tupac. Um, there's a lot of other artists that we lost due to violence. Um, but do you think from that era, from us being, you know, when hip hop was becoming a, a a thing, when hip hop was making history, to now, it seemed like every week there's a young boy getting killed, or there's a young man getting killed that's a rapper or whatever. But, you know, and that's, I mean, like these days, it seems like we're losing more artists. Or could it be just the fact that um, social media? You know, back in the day, we didn't have cell phones that, ca- that caught everything. Uh, we didn't have the, you know, the, the internet to um, kind of display everything that was going on. Uh, every artist that we lose is going to be, you know, it's going to be broadcast. You know, maybe mm-hmm. we lost a lot more that I didn't know about back in the day. You know, you ever just for example, now before I give you a chance to answer, but you ever thought about like back in the day, um, you'll be like looking at something like, oh snap, I didn't know they died. You know, mm-hmm. but if you think about yeah, it, sure. you didn't know that you didn't know they died because. You know, back in the day, social media wasn't as prominent as, and I mean, you know, wasn't as um, to the forefront as it is now. You know, what I'm saying everything, mm-hmm. anybody died now, um, we're gonna know about it. Whether yeah. it's it, it could be Tupac's third cousin on his mama's side, then yeah. it'd be pro- hey, Tupac cousin and his third cousin on his mama's side passed away. You <laughs> know, what I'm saying. So, what do y'all, right, do y'all right. think? Do y'all think we're losing more rappers these days, or do you think we just back in the day just wasn't, you know, um in the forefront yeah go ahead kelly honestly i think that we weren't in the forefront you know i think that we're losing about probably it's probably a little bit more because there is more exposure there is a lot of uh reoccurring information to push that narrative out to the people so they can you know do those actions but you know it's kind of like you know 49 back in the 90s 51 right now kind of thing you yeah, know what yeah I mean? I so so I, I think you know because like okay for example right um there was like a guy like in this r&b group called intro they redid mm. uh stevie wonders ribbon in the sky and it was dope back in it the was 90s. a jam that was hey, you, oh, you remember yep. before you go any further hey before you go any further that was my prom song go that on. was a jam <laughs> though <laughs> Yeah, that was that was rocking, and you know, and you know, 
you know, people really can't do remakes like that, but they right, did a right. good job. And I then it intro, was yeah. like, yeah, you remember intro? And then the lead singer who actually sang it, and he was the one who did all the background vocals too. You right, know what right. I mean? The other two guys were just there just for PR or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, in the studio, he did it all, and he was a homosexual, and he died from, I think, AIDS or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know this until 15 years later. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Right. And that's that's very, uh, that ties very into social media and, and just the covering of it. And I really do think, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I feel people know about now that were was already there. They just now have a flood of news. You know what I'm saying? So, and and also with the arm or or it's just music in general. So like hip hop wise, I look at it like this: there's a whole bunch of littles and Johnnas and you know big this and whoever rappers, right? So me and Rajin, we was in Germany. We putting it down. Nobody knew who he was. We just out there grinding, right? If we passed away, if we if we passed away, besides you know our core people that was right there, we passed away. They'd have been like, I don't know. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Right. But now, if we had that same situation with social media and being able to, we would have been in Germany, able to touch the United States with our music, right. which is like yeah. crazy because we wasn't able to do that when we were in Germany. We would have been able to go like, oh, we'd have been killing in Germany. Then we'd have been able to go like, oh, let's upload it here. We could have made anything on Instagram, TikTok, you know, all those things. And all of a sudden, because we speak in English, we think everybody's going to think we are in America. they like, yo, they ever killing it. We could have had, we could have been blowing up in the States and not even mm -hmm. been living there. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's, yeah. it's very different. And I think it's, it's so much that you have these people that are Instagram, uh, TikTok, famous compared to like real money famous you know what i'm saying like it's like i can get i can get on and be famous and then all of a sudden it's like oh man he passed away i could not even have a record deal but people saw me freestyling or whatever and they like yo i follow him he was doing it he was doing it dope on soundcloud you know what i'm saying yeah, or whatever yeah. and i ain't even really making money but i got a little following on soundcloud or whatever and now all the cats are, you know, I'm on front page like, hey, man, this rapper died, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So it's very, I, I feel like it's very different. Maybe it's in so, a little bit, but I think that's the biggest I thing also feel like what adds to that, though, also, you have to look from this perspective, too. A lot of these beefs are social media beefs. Mm -hmm. Right. So now, so you got to think about it for the, you got to think about that. So now it's a perspective of, it could be more killings now because social we didn't have social media back then. So if I had beef with you, like for example, you remember Michael Fire had beef with a whole nother crew, Rugged mm -hmm. right? And we had mm -hmm. beef, but it was local beef. It wasn't right. it wasn't social media beef. You know, right. so only people knew only people knew about the beef was the people in the crew. Yeah, like yeah. Our crew, our crew knew it was beef for that crew. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But nowadays with social media, if I got if I got beef with so-and-so's crew not the whole world know it so now i'm yeah. disrespected i feel yeah. disrespected because you and your crew disrespected me in front of thousands of people right you get what i'm saying so I now mean, yeah 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 we gotta handle that you get what yeah. i'm saying so now i'll, I'll feel you i there was a uh, hold up was that that dude was that in florida or where was that at where uh, is that that same rapper that was on 
like Instagram or something, called out his enemies and was like, yo, if you want it, come get it. And they came and, and got came, it literally yeah, 10 minutes him. later yeah. and dropped them. Yeah. And I was like, it's yo, like, dude, like, it's First like you all, underestimated like your enemy. Like, you really yeah, underestimated exactly. your enemy. Like, you, come on over. Yeah, and he you, was like, yo, like, we here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, so you underestimated the ops. Like, come on, dude. Like, like right. you have to be, you have to be vigilant. Like, like for me, you know, I'm at an age now where, you know, my, I got a granddaughter, I got kids, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, for example, I, I watched the news, I was watching the news earlier today and um, they showed the video to where there was road rage and the dude was getting, got into it with another dude but his girl got out and started shooting. Yeah. I'm like, what? Like, dude, like, that's crazy. Like, you were <laughs> random. Like, this, this a random. This a, it wasn't no thug shit. This is like a random ass couple. And the female got out and just started blasting. Or like, I, like, so now, like, I'm not even arguing with people no more in the road rage. I used to have mad road rage. Now I'm not going to argue with you. Because now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because your girl might shoot me. I'm like, no, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't want to have to shoot yeah. somebody, you know, like, the lady shot at this car there's a two-year-old in the car you know yeah. what i'm saying her life is she her life is over yeah you know her yeah. life is over you know and the dude's life is over because you know he got a charge with aggravated assault yeah, you know what i'm saying but stuff. people don't think these days everybody's yeah. under a lot of stress you know what i'm saying right. um if you watch if you if you if you're watching the TikTok of any kind and watch any of these threads on TikTok, and you see how the police treat black kids and you see how you know racist people treat us so you you'll be mad all the time yeah you know what I'm saying? you'll be pissed off all the time but people don't understand that the reality of it all is that exists yes you know what i'm saying but that's not all that exists you know right. you can live your life you i live my I, I live 40 49 years of my life and i probably came across a racist person that i know of once you know incident you know yeah. what I'm mean, what I'm saying is I probably had a racist incident once in forty nine years. Giving you straight racism, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like somebody yeah. called me the N word or something. Yeah. yeah, but how often do you literally get into a situation to where, you know, how how how, you know, what I'm saying like how often do you actually get into a situation where it's, it's actually an incident? You know, usually yeah. first of all, I'm six three two two sixty. You're gonna run up on me anyway. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I, I'm be real talk and I stay strapped. So think think twice before look, this is my public service announcement. You run up on me, you're gonna get popped. Fuck I'm, I'm not gonna tell I'm not gonna tell my officer to come for me because he's, like, he's like, yeah. Yeah. But you yeah, I stay hey lady, can you run up on me? Be ready, ready for the consequences. Consequences. Stay ready. Yeah, I stay ready. But keep your head on the swivel. Though, Hold on. Yeah, on the swivel all the time, bro. I'm army too. Like I'm like shit, I'm my head family swivel. You know, so my wife, like, what you looking at? I don't know. The dude looks suspicious. Looks suspicious like a mother. So, <laughs> but what I'm saying, all I say to say this is that, you know, we have to understand that we have to be able to live our life and keep your head on the swivel, of course, but enjoy your life. You know what I'm saying? People yeah. forget to enjoy life because they're so busy watching social media and everything that's going wrong that we everybody got beef. Yeah. You know, I got, you yeah, know, yeah. some people got beef with old women like i ain't got beef with no old white lady like take that out of my face you know what i'm saying karen i don't give a shit. yeah like, yeah like, it's wild you, know you get what i'm saying yeah it's wild yeah, man bro. it's wild yeah. out there so um yeah so hey everybody like you said public service announcement everybody out there man be careful <laughs> be safe keep your head on the swivel and uh also swivel. don't run up on rajim because he said <laughs> You know, he yeah, everybody yeah. and anybody coming at him. Yeah, know? everybody. 
Everybody thug because the thug shit happened. That's how I tell you. Everybody thug because the thug shit happened. When the thug shit happened. You know what I'm saying? Well, um, I, uh, I saw something that was also interesting and happened to take take place uh, around my neck of the woods was quite, quite interesting. Uh, so you know, everybody talked about. I you said it was white. I know. Oh, oh yeah, it, 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 it uh, I mean, it does have to deal with uh, some people of uh, uh, Caucasian persuasion. So um, it was okay. Uh, the Russian national, a Russian national, was charged with spreading propaganda through the United States uh, through groups, right? So you know how everybody was talking about uh, Russian interference in elections and things of that nature. And now, right. after they've been doing their investigation, uh, they're finding things. So okay, there's yeah. actually a group that was in um, St. Pete area, hmm. and they actually were trying to get some people elected, um, and they were utilizing um, one of the groups uh, in St. Pete that was uh, running for councilman and uh, councilwoman and things of that nature, uh, members of the Uhura movement spoke right uh to these russian connections and they became they began to give them advice on how to be disruptive at different council meetings and things like that and also they were riding the coattails of the um you know the uh, blake black lives matter all that stuff like there was russian folks throwing money behind these things in different aspects this just happens to be one of them but they were just trying to trying to create discord within the united states and this oh, just wow. happened to be one of the groups that they utilized which they did some of the you know uh black lives matter there was a there was a, another person they were touched with that was trying to you know talking about the reparations for black people um you know and then they also had other other connections on the other side of the aisle that they were trying to create this discord so you would have split factions and this was, uh, and there's somebody, uh, you know, the FBI is indicting uh, this Russian uh, nationalist that was uh, here in the United States doing those things. So, with that being said, is it now, um, it, is it worse that a movement that you feel like should be a positive thing was actually, well, in some cases, being manipulated by an arch enemy? Like that is um, that's one of those things where you know how they talk about all money's not good money, you know. what I'm yeah. saying understand where things are coming from, you know, and then also for it to be a situation where that movement being manipulated for possible, you know, conspiracy situations, spying, uh, you know, like all those things that are dealt with with having an adversary. And they're utilizing something um, to be able to, you know, cause discord in the United States. Man. So, uh, with, with that being said, Kelly, like, what what do you like uh, hearing that? What is that kind of like? What runs through your mind when you hear that? And and something like, uh, you know, positive movement for Black people in the United States was uh, being manipulated by Russian government. Um, first of all, it didn't start by black people. So the foundation was off from the beginning. So when you look mm -hmm. at Black Lives Matter, it was started by, if I'm not mistaken, two, two lesbians, white mm -hmm. lesbians. And so right then and there, yes, I thank you for the help. You know, wherever yeah, yeah. 
I can get help. I don't care where you're from, who you are, whatever. But the foundation was off from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so when the foundation is off, it wasn't started by anybody who looks like us. You know what I mean? And we didn't embrace it. We had to, you know, just kind of go on the coattails of somebody else. The foundation is off. It's almost like an arranged marriage. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you marry her. And it's kind of like, but I ain't really feeling her. and She ain't really feeling me. But y'all trying to make it work just because of the law. Right, right. And so it's different when you actually find somebody that you actually love and it wasn't arranged. And for me, the foundation was off with this. Now, if Black Black Lives Matter started from people who look like us, then it wouldn't even be out like this. It wouldn't be so commercialized like this because, Mm -hmm. you know, we kind of like keeping private, keeping, you know what I mean? Unless it's those guys who are kind of celebrity-like who's going to say, hey, let me just go ahead and blast myself out here so I can be known and this, that, and the other. Mm. But the thing is this, the foundation was off. And when the foundation is off, anything can happen. If you have a relationship and the foundation is off, another woman can come in and easily catch your attention. You know, mm-hmm. or a man can yeah. easily catch your wife's attention. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If if the foundation is off. Yeah. But when yeah. you're strong, you can have Beyonce walk up to you. You'd be like, hey, uh, I got this right here. Yeah, you got your yeah. billions, but you ain't got what she got. Period. Right, right. Get the hell out of my face, Beyonce. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, I'm, I'm for sure he about to object. <laughs> but if you... <laughs> Don't worry about that, dude. Look, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I totally agree for two reasons. Because my wife might see this, so yeah, I agree. <laughs> 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 and, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so real talk, honestly, like first of all, that's just like me going out and starting Clue Clue Clan. You know what I'm saying? So it's like <laughs> I'm gonna start. A, I'm gonna I'm gonna start a Clue Clue Clan. Um, from you know, what I'm saying I'm, I'm infiltrate, infiltrate from the inside out. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So I feel like, like I and I've said this in a couple of shows or whatever. You know, we always go, like you said, we always go silent. You know, Black Lives, the Black Lives Matter movement. It really don't. It's really not a movement. It's just, you know, because movements move. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're not moving. Ooh. This is where we we are dormant. Yeah. You know, when we say Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is dormant until something else happens. Free. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if 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 another police officer shoots an uh, unarmed black man tomorrow, then that's when we ramp back up and now we march again and blah, blah, blah. I feel like it's a lifestyle. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, you know, we always talk about, you know, like th- there's a there's always an argument to everything. We say Black Lives Matter, boom, all lives matter. You know, but how can all lives matter if black lives don't matter? You know, so I say all that to say this. It's like if we if we believe that black lives matter, then it has to be part of a lifestyle. But and, and what I mean by that is if, for example, I got a black son, you got a black son. My black son can't go out and shoot your black son over some shoes or shoot him in the club because he bumped into him or you know, shoot, shoot my black son because he wear red. Your your black son wear blue. You know what I'm saying? Because that doesn't uphold what we, the lifestyle that we are trying to permit as Black Lives Matter. So because mm-hmm. if Black Lives Matter, to me, for Black Lives to matter, 
that means it matters no matter who kills my son, I feel like that person should have known that black lives matter. Whether it was a right. black life that took the black life or a white life that took the white life. Either way, black lives should matter. So black lives matter should be a movement. Now I'm, not, I'm sorry, should be a lifestyle, not just a pop up every now and then. And you know, now we've lost accountability for all these lives that are being lost. You mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? Yeah. So no different than uh, just like the rapper. You know what I'm saying? It should have right. been a situation where he even felt like he had to pop off on Instagram or whatever. It's like, hey man, we I'm out here trying to make money, trying to do something positive. I'm about to you know rap and tell my story and. Hopefully I, I can do something. And then, you know, um, obviously you're not going to put other people on front street, you know what I'm saying? For them yeah. to be angry at you to try to come over at you. You know what I'm saying? So it's, exactly. it's just uh, like you said, all... it, it, it is a lifestyle. We should all be rooting for each other and not exactly. have to be a uh, crab in the barrel mentality, which, you know what I'm saying? It, it does a lot of people in. I mean, it's not like only black people that have those. It's, it seems to be, it's, at least it's, uh, it's, it's, it's news, more prominent. It's more news. It's more newsworthy that shown that black people like do that. We gotta say, what I mean, white people do that to each other. Everybody does it. Like everybody wants to climb the ladder, and if somebody's in their way, they like, hey, uh, if they have that mentality, they just gonna get them up out the way somehow. But, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what. Yeah, but let's keep it one. So. But let's keep it one hundred though. We gotta keep it one hundred. You know what I'm saying? Like we gotta keep it. We gotta keep it hundred. First of all, white people help out each other. You know what I'm saying? They white help each other out. Them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but but not necessarily though. You know what I'm saying? We there's a there's occasions we help each other. Don't get me wrong. And I'm black. Anybody listening to this, you don't like what I'm saying? Challenge me on it, whatever. But right. we do have that crab that crab in the barrel mentality. You we know do. what I'm saying? If I'm pushing if I'm pushing if I'm riding in a Ferrari, you know what I'm saying, or I'm riding in Lambo, I gotta worry about a black man shooting me before I gotta worry about a white man shooting me. Because a white man gonna wonder. How I got the money to get it. He ain't gonna fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Correct. But guess what? A lot of times, and I'm not saying this, I'm not stereotyping saying everybody because it's not everybody, but a lot of times we we get in situations to where we're doing good. Black people will call you bougie. They'll say you think you're better than them, all kind of shit. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I've had family tell me that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. he bougie. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, he this, he that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Why why I gotta be bougie? Because I worked hard, I bust my ass to get where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Right. White people, white people. They look out for each other. I'm not saying white people look out for me, but they yeah. look out for each other. You know what I'm saying? They look out for each other when it when it's time to, you know. And I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not stereotyping everybody because I got I got some boys. I got one of my boys, real talk. You know what I'm saying? He own he own that crypto. Yeah. And he walked me through piece by piece. Hey, check this out. Dog. I'm gonna teach you how to get rich. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Like my mentor, black man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? My mentor when I get when I got into cyber. I asked him, take me under, take me under your wing. Yeah. Guess what he did? Took me under his wing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying everybody, but what I'm saying is we do face those crab in the bear, that crab in the bear mentality to where, um, it's cats that's getting killed for having shit. Mm -hmm. If you read a lot of the stories that a lot of these rappers getting killed, it's because they had shit. Like like Pop Smoke, Pop Smoke got killed because he had shit. Yeah. He was on. You know, people always try to have this conspiracy theory that it was an inside job, blah, blah, blah. Pop Smoke was posting on Instagram, was flossing on Instagram, you know, when he was, he was in California. They rented a mansion, blah, blah, blah. They did all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Uh, apparently, somebody found out where he was at, you know. And yeah. instead, of, it's, it's instead of congratulating that man or, you know what I'm saying, 
being being a, you know say being a person of you know to congratulate you know to kind of boost him up. They want to rob this man. Oh, that man got money. I'm about to rob this cat. Mm-hmm. Triple Triple uh, Triple Young. He got killed the same way. You know what I'm saying? He was flossing. You know, I don't know if it was Snapchat, Instagram, with one of the social media platforms. He was flossing, had a backpack, back, backpack full of money, was going to buy an ATV or something of some sort. And if I got the story wrong, whoever, you know, listen to this or whatever, correct mm-hmm. us in the, you know, correct me in the comments. But I know it was some something to this point. He was flossing. He was going, he had, you know, a backpack, backpack full of money. Cats rolled up on him, robbed him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is that's all the crab in the barrel mentality. You know what I'm saying? How many times have you have you seen uh, somebody on Wall Street, a white dude on Wall Street, roll up on another white dude on Wall Street and rob him in his Porsche? You don't see that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So why are why uh, why as black people are we doing that to each other? You know what I I'm can, saying? Can 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 I add a little something to that? Yeah, yeah no yeah, doubt. No doubt. For real. Let me let me let me let me add this balance. I agree with everything you said. And the other thing that's on the other side is when you think about Black Wall Street, we were together, we were working together. You had your bankers, banking system, you had your market, you had your school system, you had your healthcare system, and we were all in, in, in uh, concert with each other. And then when we got bombed and fire was set to everything, and then, you know, at the end of slavery, we were taught how to come against each other. We were taught how to hate one another. That's why, you know, I ain't got nothing against interracial marriage, you know, whatever. But it was kind of like it was taught to our demise for us to, like, not populate the earth as much, not have that pure blood. And I ain't trying to go there. What I'm trying to say is basically it's crazy because we are taught not to trust each other. So today, let's just say you go to a conference. You go to a Tony Robbins conference. You know what I mean? Powerful speaker. He has like a four-day seminar. People are giving millions and millions to this one seminar. You take Lisa Nichols, who is a black uh, motivational speaker. And mm-hmm. she is awesome. Single yeah. parent. Went through all of this craziness, if, you ever, if you're familiar with her. Mm-hmm. But she will only have not even a scratch as many people, you know? Right. And and so, and the people who she has, they're, they don't look like her. Right. See? Yeah. Mm. And because mm. we're taught to look at her to say, oh, she's going to take my stuff. Or it's, like, a, or, it's, or, it's a, or it's a hustle. Like, it's a hustle. Like, like right. we didn't, you know, no different than, you know, uh, oh, you didn't, we almost sometimes look at each other as you didn't earn this position right you the you, same you, you, as yeah. you see what i'm saying because you look at somebody you be like ah uh, if i'm gonna go to a, a financial advisor you'd be like all right what's that if you think about if you if you picture in your head financial advisor you'd be like probably gonna be like white uh, my cousin happened to be one so i you know i look and think about my cousin but i'd be right. like that's what most people gonna do if you go oh computer programmer oh like if you could think about any job that is considered technical or or you got to have expertise and stuff like that we've been you know also programmed in that aspect of we have the same idea and thought of what the person should look like just like what has been taught to everybody in the united states everybody's gonna go like oh guess who who's uh technical customer service for uh verizon phone we're gonna talk to an indian person like you know what i'm saying like that has literally been ingrained 
in, you know what I'm saying, in our thought process and all those different type of things. So, I mean, I feel like that's also been what's happened is that we've taken that and we've implemented that, even though those are our same people that we should be supporting and trying to uplift and trying to help them be better. You know what I'm saying? True. We're taught not to trust each other. And I think that the solution is we're going to have to look at each other and give each other grace, like straight mm -hmm. up. You know what I mean? Like even this podcast, you know what I'm saying? Um, I look at y'all as, as positive black men who's accomplished, who's doing their thing, who's out there reaching the community, helping people. And why wouldn't I want to support this? Why wouldn't I want to see this thing become big and hell mainstream you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying yeah yeah why, why, why not i want to be a part of at least can i put my brick to your building you know to yeah. kind of help yeah. you erect your 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 infrastructure and yeah. so that's yeah. how we need to look period you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah. that's how yeah. i feel yeah for sure for sure that's yeah. that, that, that's that mind yeah 100 i agree i, I agree with you 100 on that because like I said, we definitely, we definitely gotta, we gotta build like these, like you said, these foundations to to get us where we need to be. And a lot of times, like you said, a lot of times, if you know, the, if if you go to certain people, they look at you sideways. They think you up mm. to something. Right, you know right. And people, people think you up to something whenever you, like, for a perfect example, I picked up somebody today on the side of the road because he his bike his bike had broke down. And he was on the side road. He had like probably. I would say 10 miles to walk. Yeah. And no, it wasn't a 10 miles. I'd say about five miles. It, it wasn't mm -hmm. that long. It was about five miles. But he had a long walk. But his bike, right. his bike, his tire, his tire on his bike had went flat and he was carrying his bike. You know, and I pulled over, I got my truck, I pulled over. I said, hey man, you want to ride? And at first he was reluctant. He was like, uh, he said, Yeah, man. He said, um, I don't want to get in your truck though. I'm you know real sweaty. I said, bro, I just came from back from the gym, you good. You know, and he was just like, man, he said, people don't help people no more. And it's yeah. true. People don't help people no more. Yeah. You know, it's like we got a podcast. I got a book. You know, um, I promote a lot of my stuff. I promote my book. I promote the podcast. And, you know, something I've seen on a lot of the forums for podcasts and for authors or whatever is that the people that support you, people that you don't know will support you before the people that know you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like your friends and family will be the last people to support you when you're doing something. Yeah, until right. you blow up. Now, granted, when that when meant uh, ketchup becomes mainstream, and we got millions of followers, and we're doing big things, and all of a sudden everybody, oh yeah, I I used to watch that all the time. No, you didn't, bitch. You was like, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like right now, you know, what I'm saying yeah, live right now, yeah, we ain't, we ain't super yeah, deep exactly. on the live right now, but yeah, hey, exactly. we're doing our thing. Exactly, and we gonna keep doing our thing until we blow up, you know. And but and like you said, it's people that. Like, I got, I guarantee what, 600 something followers on Facebook, you know, and when it come down to it, I got the same probably 10 people that watch my shit. Yeah. So what happened to the other 590 people? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. but it's like that. Yeah. People not going to support your own family. You know, they're yeah. not, you know, your own family won't support you until, like I said, for instance, like I said, when mint ketchup blow up and money start coming in and everybody got their hand out. Oh, I, mm. I supported you, man. I knew you was gonna do it big. No, you, you know what I'm saying? Look, get out my damn face with that bullshit. You didn't know shit. You know what I'm saying? Name, name me one episode. You know what I'm saying? Name, me, name me one episode. You know, people people don't but you like I said, yeah. but I got but I know the same 10, 
I know the same 10 to 15 people that's going to watch me and support me no matter what I do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, and and, 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 and 90% of those aren't even family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's family. like your own family not going to fuck with you until you you, it you did it. Yeah. They, they, they trying to show up. They trying to show up at graduation. He was like, "Hold up, exactly. when, I needed, to, when exactly. I needed to study, you wasn't even there. Yeah. But now you're gonna you gonna show up when I, I graduate?" To, yeah, when I needed <laughs> when I when I needed the index cards, what the hell was your ass? Like? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's how yeah. people are, bro. And it's like right. it's like, but it happens. It, to, it happens to everybody, man. Like I I, yeah, I, I understand yeah, no that. You know, it it does affect you know saying our community in that way. But uh, you know, I I know. In a previous job that I had, you know, traveling around, you know, kind of the rural areas of America and stuff like that, man, you see the same type of issues. It's just it's wrapped differently. You know what I'm saying? It's it's yeah. the same type of stuff wrapped wrapped in a different cloth. You know, it's not city stuff, country right. stuff. They you know things of that nature. So it, it's uh you know everybody just got to get better. We need to make sure we taking care of people, uplifting our people, and that's what this podcast is about. We're trying to do that. Trying to make sure everybody good to go. You know what I mean? So yeah, I got, one, to go I got one more. Uh, I got one more thing. Uh, I saw on uh, on the news, man. Did y'all catch any of this uh, Will Smith apology? I did. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> Will. Will came out here and uh, you know what I'm saying. He was uh, <laughs> he was bury out here soul. trying to trying to bury his soul. He seemed to be burying his soul a lot. He do that a lot, which he does. The also that makes it where it's like. You know, hey, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to do this to another black man, but is it is it a hustle? Like, because I mean, it's a lot. You can, you only can bury your soul so many times. Like, when is when are you you ain't got nothing left in there? You done been you done gave it all. Like, you're like, when, when is some new soul? Like, come on, man, like, you don't believe that. If it was one of us who didn't like, they don't have millions of dollars or whatever, we'd be like. My bad, dog. And that's yeah, it. that's it. My bad. That's it. Like, My you ain't got to do nothing the, else. Be like, yeah. I ain't really got to see you. Like, I don't even have yeah. to see you. I'm a millionaire. Yeah. I don't have to see you, Chris Rock. I'm going yeah. slap you in the face. Like, take that, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't even care. Like, yeah. so it's he yeah, on the talking shit know. about it, too. And bitch, I, bitch, I slap you again. <laughs> say some <more> shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah, like, maybe, saying, like, maybe he's trying to get an Academy Awards or something. Maybe Hollywood, you, he don't feel as excluded now. Like, he's like, hold up. Even the people that are back here in Hollywood, they don't even like me now. So now I need friends yeah, again. Because so, it's like, everybody's yeah. just like, but look, it was, you know what I saw? I saw a meme. I saw a meme. And they was like, yo, you know Will Smith really out of here because you ain't heard Summertime one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't heard. How Summertime was a jam. Yeah. Summer, summer. Yeah. It's like, you ain't heard it once yeah, on the radio. Yeah. No, like, you're like, dang, they got him. <laughs> they said, You up out of here, homie. Like, nope, but but he look, you, that's how you know he's not a real G. Like, me personally, if I slap, look, if I slap another grown ass man, first of all, I'm gonna own it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna be like, I'm not gonna be like, I ain't mean to do that. Fuck that nigga. I'll slap the shot. This nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm rich, I don't give a fuck. I got investments, I'm making money every day by myself. What the fuck up? And what? And and my wife was bald head. <laughs> we would set it off in this bitch. Say something. <laughs> set it off. I go get those. Uh, yeah. I go get her some. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Some braids, and we get it popping in here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I set it off. You know what I'm saying. And say another motherfucking word about Tupac and move for somebody there. You know what I'm saying. My wife don't like Tupac. Say say another motherfucking word. Talk you know what I'm saying. Yeah, we'll, I know my uh, son gay and my goddamn dollar weird. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, they out there, man. I don't know. This joint is crazy, man. 
Yeah. So, Ke- so, so you Kelly, what was what was your uh, observation <laughs> of another soul bearing by uh, Will Smith? You know, what I'm saying, aka the Fresh Prince, aka yeah, lap a motherfucker. Nah. <laughs> um, I'm kind of like you. I'm kind. I'm kind of like you. If so, so, so here is Kelly's mindset, right? Right. Right. I'm kind of slow to make big decisions, right? I make instant decisions on everything else, but big decisions like slapping a nigga, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna. That's a, I, hold I, up, hold up. Not just slapping him. At the Oscars. Him, yeah. Like, hold up. Yeah, at uh, the, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna you know think it through. I'm gonna <laughs> think it through, right? So if I, Kelly K. Williams, decides to go up and slap somebody, yeah, yeah. I'm not about to apologize for the slap. I'm not, saying. About to do it. I'm not about to apologize. If, if for you it. made yeah. that decision that you took, it took him five seconds to right. walk up there. Like he, yeah. he could have changed his mind the whole time. I've and, never been, I don't know if I've ever been that angry. Right. I don't know if I've been that angry to be like, guess what? I'm gonna walk around for five minutes. And then like I was like, this yeah, dude right. had mad time. To be like, you yeah, know, yeah, what? I'm a, at the Oscars, dog. I got pre, a suit on. This like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, but but it's you know pre, what? Premeditated. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, you know, he could not dealing with the type of wife that he has, and the type of nonsense that she's spoken. He could not like if he went home with that, he yeah, would be yeah. out in the street. You know what I'm yeah, saying? He'll yeah. be knocking on your door, lofting like, <laughs> you like dog. Hey, Dog. Will, I'll be like, you gotta fire her. Man. But look, hey, yo, hey, Will, get on that, get on that air mattress, man. Yeah. I, I'll slide you some McDonald's under the door. You're, you're a millionaire. That's the first thing. Second of all, he should have looked at her like, shut your ball head and ass up. You should have came up with a ball. <laughs> fuck that. You know what I'm saying? You fuck. You know what I'm saying? He ain't no like, we got millions. Like that, so. hey, first of all, yeah. we got millions. And look, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. You yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll give a fuck later on, but. <laughs> I ain't worried about shit. Look, so I got alopecia too. This is some bullshit. I didn't know that. I got look. You see this shit? I got alopecia. <laughs> like, like for real. I didn't know alopecia was just hair loss. I thought, I thought it was like more intense than that. So uh, it's a little mimic. more intense, but you know, right, right, right. No, I mean, can... I, no. My my wife is in the medical field. She she explained this shit to me. She's like, well, it's hair loss in women. So what does it mean? Uh, now they got alopecia so for men. Headline, like. That's alopecia for men. Like my my cousin got it. It's a little it's a little different, but also it's just. Look, I mean, look, 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 hold on. It's not that aggressive. <laughs> all I'm saying is, if you got first of all, I Google this. Right. There's a lot more to it than that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You ain't dying from alopecia, or whatever, Mm-mm. which is fine. Now, not now get, so so listen, what I'm saying. I'm not, and I'm I'm just joking. That's all. I, I ain't trying to offend nobody. Offend nobody. What alopecia? If you got alopecia, my bad. I got hair loss too. You know what I'm saying? So, but what I'm saying is this. You know what I'm saying? It didn't it didn't warn him to go up and slap another wow. mega star. The you joke was all right. It was yeah. just all right. You know joke. It was like, ah, oh, yeah. yeah, everybody knew that movie. And guess but, what? Most most of the young people probably ain't even know that movie. Think yeah, about how long G.I. Jane was ago. You had a lot of young people been like, I ain't even see G.I. Jane. It was like... And G.I. Oh, Jane was a thug, so shit. You know what I'm saying? G.I. Jane was thug. He was gold, like, shit. gold in that movie. Yeah. You be like, you know what I'm saying? makes sense. I don't think it would have made that slap better if he would have said cold, bloody. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That would have made it amazing. 
If he would have got slapped, we'd be like, cold-blooded. We'd be like, oh! <laughs> and then he George Jefferson walked back from the yeah. seat. Yeah. <laughs> That would have been the best. Man, that, look, be that would have been the best case scenario Bruh. for Will Smith. If he did that, yeah. it would have been funny. Yeah. Everybody would have yeah. laughed, and then Chris Rock couldn't even have done that because he would have really got yeah. slapped, and everybody would have been laughing. <laughs> and he would have been like, I can't even do nothing. Like, I'm stuck. Yeah, is it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? A, Will could have just played it off and made it made it a joke and still slapped the dude. Like, you're like, yeah. dang. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could have just been like, you know yeah, yeah. And you could have You should just walk straight out the damn, straight out the damn. <laughs> office, bro. I'm out. Right. The mic. You should have dropped the mic. I'm out, man. You know, I love you, love the white dad, everything. Love <laughs> her. <laughs> yeah, but I'm done. It's all so, fun. Yeah, well. <laughs> I appreciate it. Drop Mike. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, we had to put, throw Will in there one more time to see what we was talking about. Uh, it yeah, looked yeah. like around the, around the horn. Uh, we probably not apologizing since we slapped the dude. We took the time. But, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how many, how deep Will's soul is because he just keeps bearing it. So I guess we'll get it's to the only, bottom eventually. It's only because he, lose, he lost a lot of money. He lost me. He lost me. that dough, baby, man. That's yeah, what happened. You, it changed your yeah, perspective you lose, when that money started Yeah, going. when you lose money, bro. And they ain't even playing. Hey, he, he saw those those plays of summertime, and it must was at zero. He was like, "Dang, summertime!" You know what? Like, y'all, hey, <laughs> no like, even, yeah. even took Will. summertime. Like, yo, no, yeah. no royalties <laughs> coming in. Hey, so matter of fact, I'm bumping with summertime tomorrow. I'm going to the hood. <laughs> nah, I'm a, I'm gonna rock, I rock that, I rock that, that childish Gambino, uh, that summer, summer feeling. That's what, that joint rock right there, man. I rock that. So. Anyways, no. we done uh, done with the news of the week. We moving into the music. Uh, we about to put that up here right now. We back to the music that came out this week. Give y'all a little insight of everything that's going on. We got the mid catch up podcast. Uh, new music releases for July thirty first, twenty twenty two. Boom. We got Bankroll Freddie have from the trap or to trap to rap two. Uh, we got Wiz Khalif with Multiverse. Uh, you got Home, uh, yeah, Homeboy Sandman. I don't even know how to say that word. Uh, Deluxe, you can read it. Uh, we got K Camp, Vibe Forever, uh, Catch Me If You Can by Doughboy, and then uh, Renaissance by the wonderful one, great Beyonce. Uh, came out this week. So there was some, uh, yeah, yeah, Miss Beyonce came out this week, so she was doing her thing, and since we talking about her. She was brought up a few times. Beyonce was our mid-catch-up spotlight album this week uh, for that uh, Renaissance 16 tracks. The ones that I like, the Summer Renaissance, America Has a Problem, Thick, and All Up In Your Mind. Um, I would I have to say that the, um, the beginning of the album, the beginning of the album sounds like the soundtrack to uh RuPaul's drag dance, the drag uh what's that drag show? Whatever that drag show is called that she that RuPaul has. It sounds uh, like I, I don't know. It sounds like it would be <laughs> it sounds like anything that would that would go with house music or uh some old you know like in the the uh the 80s or 90s when Madonna came out with her dance stuff and they was oh, out yeah. there voguing and everything. It sounds yeah. like something that would go perfectly with that. Then, mm. like the second half of the album, 
had a little more uh basic vibe, a little more attitude to it. <clears throat> and so she was uh she was she was uh in her bag, she was doing it up. So it's a good album through and through. It has some songs in there that you would be like. You know, like when you catch yourself, if Groove is in the house came on, Groove is in the house, you'd be like, oh, that's kind of kind of jazz. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it's got some songs that are just like, uh, it has that like housey type deal. So like mm-hmm. there's some stuff that's up there. So she very much made an album that was going to play in some of those pop house. It'll be good for the remix for the DJs to be like, <laughs> like she was like ready to be up in there like let's go yeah uh, so it, it it fits in that a lot but those are the four that i was like okay those are bangers i could ride those in the car went ahead and put them in my playlist because they they do rock you know what i'm saying she uh she do be getting busy on there so did anyone of y'all uh happen to hear this album or any of the songs uh off the album it, it, is that uh, it is one of the songs that you won't bring my soul yeah yeah that's so doesn't that sound okay. like some old like about the vote stuff like people I mean, on the runway? So, <laughs> so so I'm 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 from Chicago, you know what I mean? And you know, I grew up in I grew up in Atlanta, like we came down here when I was four or five, but like even when we came to come to Atlanta, you know, that's why people used to bump all night. Mm-hmm. I have a cousin who's a DJ, and you know, when he used to throw parties, it'd be that stuff right there. Yeah, rocking it. Yeah, that's it. Be ready. You know, all that. <laughs> you know, all night. And when you go to Chicago, they play that all night till like five in the morning. Yep. Right. And they just hype. Yeah. You know? So, so, so I'm good. I'm good with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was yeah. my background. Yeah. So right. I, and I heard I heard she had another song, um, Church Church Girl or something like that. Yep. Yep. Church Girls on there. It's heard, uh it's it's a different little vibe. Pretty much she's talking about heard, how uh the church girl should um, you know what I'm saying, throw it back. I was like, oh, yeah, I, heard, okay. I, heard, I heard that's supposed to be the, that's supposed to be the, that's supposed to be the jam. It's, it's got a little yeah. something. I mean, voice wise, you know what I'm saying. I, I, you know, I'm more production first. You know, what I'm saying lyrics and things second. So you gotta you gotta catch me in the first uh the first ten to fifteen seconds of the song. Like, let me see what this producer's doing <laughs> and yeah. how they gonna how well, they gonna grab me with the hook. You know what I mean? So 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 for me, man. Uh, real talk. I just said probably about twenty minutes ago that. If somebody run up on me, I shoot their ass. So I can't be talking. I can't tell thugs that I'm listening to Beyonce. Yeah, right don't now, do so. it. I mean, <laughs> man, I mean, hey, oh, you know, I got you. I got I'm you. I think uh, I'm on my eight, I'm on eight my ball, shit. eight ball, MJG coming out with a new album here soon. I know they just had a oh, new single up. that dropped. So um, you okay. can check, check that out too. I saw you know who else single. dropping though? Who that? I seen earlier, Far Side. Okay, far side chicken yeah, from the nineties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yep, my team, my team, my team, That's a jam, yeah, man. My dear, my dear, my dear. You do not know me. Know me but I know you very well. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, hey, that's my shit. Yeah, that was yeah. a jam. Yeah, so they uh, so there's a lot of songs out there, man. Check them out. Let us know what y'all. Uh, if I missed anything, let me know in the comments. Yeah. Please hit us up, talk to us, and we're moving on to the next part. It's the interview with Kelly oh. Williams, man. So uh, we really appreciate you, appreciate you that you came through and hung out Absolutely. with us. And we just wanted to, you know, ask you a few questions, man. I understand you a little bit better. I understand uh, how uh, you're helping the community, helping your, yourself, and helping all uh, black people and being a great example for everything that's going on uh, in your life and those that are around you, man. So I know... Uh, <clears throat> I know you're you're musically inclined, sir. So 
like just tell us a little bit about uh about yourself man give us a little bit of the past because i know i know you from the military and from yeah. the army man just give us a little rundown from uh from that time frame up to here you know what i'm saying and, and what's been going on with you all right so i mean military is kind of easy you know um started in uh fort drum with you lofton climb the glory climb the glory <laughs> smoking the sword you remember smoking that? the sword yep. yeah you know what's up you know what's up you know what's up and then you know um after the deployment in 2001 i got out and oh before the deployment before september 11th i got married you know mm-hmm. um that was an interesting story. <laughs> so I'm up on the I'm up on the piano playing, you know, playing the piano after church, right? Yeah, yeah. And you remember Ralph Hamlin? Mm-hmm. You know, he he, he Sorry Hamlin, got him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he's he's kind of he's kind he's like my second dad, you know. Yeah, yeah. So what was crazy was, you know, this girl I learned later was stalking me the whole time when I go yeah. to the gym, when I go to the church, when I go to the whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I never noticed her. She never noticed me. But, you know, I was having like a horrible week. So my vibration went from like up here to like way down here. And I'm playing the piano mad after church. And so that's when I meet her. You know what I mean? Because he brings her by the hand to me up on stage (laughs) after church. Right, right. To meet me. Uh, needless to say, 19 years later, we are uh, divorced. And the only reason it lasts 19 <laughs> years is because... I didn't because... say we still together. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave, he gave you that, that left turn when you thought it was a right turn. Yeah. He was like, hey, we're not together. He said, <laughs> he said 19 years later, we just... Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. Mm. And, so, and, and so, you know... And so I laughed. <laughs> it was such a beautiful story, too. Yeah, yeah. She yeah, he, my leg. I fell in love. I fell yeah, in love. He, the first time he, I yeah, yeah. Like he, here I am up there, you know, doing doing some of this. You know what I'm saying? And you know, just ah. playing the piano. Yeah. At the service, and you know, he brought her to me. And then a few weeks later, September 11th happened. So mm. deployed, you know what I mean? Um, and, and Ham went with me. And, you know, um, after that, my my end of service was, was coming. So I got out like a month after redeployment and then uh, went back into the reserve like later on that year, went into AGR. So I became an AGR recruiter in 2003 to 2006. Then I went back to chemical as an AGR guy, you know, for about five years, then they called me back to recruiting for a year. Then they lost all the spots and I went back to chemical for about mm-hmm. another four years. And then that's where I retired in 2016. And, you know, um, wow. And that was kind of crazy too, because every company that I went to, wherever they were on the list, like chemical companies, we were like 52, right? Mm-hmm. Out of like, yeah, like 53 or something. And I right. used to bring my my brought my first chemical company up to number one in like six or seven months. Man. We were top in every category. I yeah, trained yeah. them guys. It was just awesome. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then we was on a homeland defense mission. So mm-hmm. that's when you have your F uh one three fifties, your long trailers, all your decontamination stuff in the back. 
you know, you're doing casualty extraction, you're doing bio, you're doing all of that stuff. You know, all that mm-hmm. laboratory stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Stuff that we, you know, when we joined Chemical, we thought we were going to do in the first place. Right, right. That was on the video. You know, like right. everybody had the video that they show you that you don't do none of that stuff. There's only right. like 10 people in the whole world that does anything on that video. And you're like, yo, I'm going to do that? You're like, no, you're not. Actually, you're not. Uh, <laughs> right. You, you know, I'm not going to be in the laboratory, except for when you go to B-Knock or A-Knock. You're never in the laboratory. Uh, yeah, you ain't never in there. So on the Homeland Defense mission, we were we we were more in the laboratory, you know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. And 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 so you know did that. Oh, I love that first unit. And then uh, when I was a recruiter, actually here in Atlanta, because mm-hmm. I grew up here, it was kind of like I could just vibe with these people. Man, right, right. I was I was I had like a five or six schools and a college. Man, everybody was coming in for me, man. Yeah, you yeah. Know, now when I was in Florida, and that's where my number is from. Man, let me tell you, they like you call, they will cuss your behind out talking, <laughs> talking about. And Bush was in office then; it was right yeah, before yeah. Obama. He was like, "You, you, you, you serve under Bush. You stupid. He's stupid, and you stupid for serving under him." <laughs> man, <laughs> man, I'm sorry. Like, wait a minute, man. It was wilding out. <laughs> so, so we used to pass our business cards between, you know, the branches, and we, uh, you know, just, you know, here we are, Navy, Army, Air Force, we all out there, you know, just and Marines, we all just laughing at these people, right? When we get mm-hmm. like some crazy, but you know, Florida was crazy when it came to recruiting. Atlanta was beautiful, but then mm-hmm. they lost the spots, and then I went back to uh, Chemical back in the Huntsville, Alabama. Well. Redstone Arsenal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Redstone. Yeah. I know about that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I was there, and it was a similar type, <clears throat> similar type of unit, except for we did more biological stuff, right. biological yeah. detective stuff, and and you know, it was harder getting that group together, and the system had changed, and everything mm-hmm. changed, but still helped to get this group to like number one, like after right. like a couple of years and stuff, and then um. I was actually forced to retire. Mm, interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were, well, yeah. Yeah. They were yeah. Losing so, spots. so with the, yeah. uh, Emil, with that experience that you had, like, was there any time, you know, with everything that was going on, um, did you feel, did you feel that there was a, a requirement or an example that you were showing to the, you know, the black people in the community? Uh, being being a recruiter and also being on that homeland defense, like, um, did you feel that responsibility uh, to hone in on on those particular, or, or what type of advice did you give to you know you know I know you're recruiting wise, just like hey I'm trying to find out certain people, but did you feel like there was a certain vibe that you had with uh, when you would find another brother that was out there that you were uh, recruiting and and giving the lowdown? Yeah, absolutely. So, so um when I was in Florence, South Carolina, and I was in that unit, it was like 98% black. So mm-hmm. when I'm teaching, I'm teaching, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm okay, I'm gonna talk about OPSEC. I'm gonna right, talk right. about e, 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 uh, EO or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna throw in a little bit of our community information inside, in that, you mm-hmm. know, I'm going to throw maybe scripture in there. I'm going to throw maybe uh, some motivational speak in there. Because, you know, be honest with you, I don't care about none of this stuff that's on this board, really. It's just a check the block thing. 
but let me give you some life experience. Let me show you how to watch out for yourself when you're in the community. Let me show you how, you know, I was able to invest or, you know, just mm-hmm. whatever I had that I was successful with, boom, I give it. So mm-hmm. when um, I was recruiting back in Atlanta, it was primarily black, you know, for most of the, you know, and I would do, yeah. you know, the same, you know, um, I couldn't really do that in Huntsville because it was like a a, a a good mixture. Right, so right. Understandable. I had the biggest office because my office had the conference, one of the conference tables in it too. Mm-hmm. So I would bring people in there and there was a second computer on the other side. So I would bring the people in there and you know I would counsel them one-on-one and then yeah, I would throw a little bit of empowerment in there. Mm-hmm. You know, because I realized something and I realized that I was one of the successful, one of the, only, not going to say only, but one of the few successful people a lot of these people had seen. Yeah. You know, because they're not active duty. You yeah. know what I mean? They're reservists. I'm the only mm-hmm. active, like, there's only like four of us, five of us there, mm-hmm. you know? So along with, you know, me being successful in the military successful in other areas of my life that I was able to share, you know, they hadn't really seen a guy like that, Mm -hmm. you know? So I was able to give my information and give, you know, to the point where I have like a soldier who's written two books. I have another soldier who's gotten like their master's degree, you know, you know, and I can give you story after story, after story, after story, after story. And, you know, I get called, I've been retired for what, five years now? I'm going on six years, almost retired, right? Mm-hmm. And every now and then I get a call. Hey, uh, Sergeant Williams, remember when you told me this or you showed me this? Well, man, yeah. it has proven to help me throughout the years. And you was right, blah, 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 blah. Thank you. Love yeah. you. Yeah. My dog. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Hey, Rajin, uh, you have any... Uh... Uh, any insight or jokes or uh, questions that you want to ask? <laughs> joke so, yeah. I, so, no, no, I ain't no joke. But nah. <laughs> so, as a recruiter, like skills, I know me growing up, you know, and, and like I said, me being Army as well. So, as a recruiter, and you're going out to different demographics or whatever, as young as uh, approaching, let me say, let me say, when you approach, uh, certain generations, a certain genre of of young people. How do you feel like? They, how do you feel like they accepted? Like they they accepted you as authority. Like you know, you know, a lot of times somebody come in uniform and that's a that's a uh, a vision of authority or whatever, or that's a that's a, a a role model or whatever. But a lot a lot of people, especially in certain neighborhoods, certain you know uh, demographics, don't um, take too well to you know, people in uniform or authority or whatever. Did you have any situations to where you felt like they didn't they didn't take you um, to you know at a level to where you were coming at them? You know, I guess you, if you can get what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Um. So when I was in Florida recruiting, um, I was treated kind of like the last options. So. Let me let, let, let me explain to you. I was in Fort Pierce, Florida. You go left out of the recruiting station. They're shooting teachers at those schools over there. You go wow. right, right. 
you go right out of the recruiting station, you drive up with your with your with your nice Yukon XL lug, lugged out and all that stuff, but the students have like Hummers on like twenty sixes, have like mm. kind of like Escalades. They're driving to school in Porsches. What are you gonna tell them? And then right. the yeah. runner, and the only thing you can sell them is adventure. Mm-hmm. That's that's like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't sell them education because mommy and daddy got a million for them to go and mess up and flunk out of school eighteen times and still, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you you can't sell them uh, education. You can't sell them money. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you really can't sell them travel because they already got passports at the age of like three months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like their parents hook them up. The only thing you can sell them on is adventure. And mm-hmm. so, and so with that, you might have one to be like, yeah, I just kind of want to do this. But, and then you go to their house and then you have to go through this big rod iron gate. And you have to go speak to the police officer that's guarding the entire thing. Like you go into Rick Ross's house over in Evander <laughs> Holyfield's old house where he yeah. got police huh. always there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, you go into these kids' houses like that. And you like, they like come in and you open up the door and you got to use two hands because it weighs a million pounds. And the door is like 18 feet tall. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, yeah. so what, what do you, honestly, what are you going to sell a kid like that? You know? Yeah. And so they look at you like, poor thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know what? Don't even worry yeah. about it. <laughs> it's like you drove all the way out here just for me Good to night. do this right yeah. here. Shaking my head. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, right. that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Either you either you trying to make sure you get out of the neighborhood or you like, man, how do I get one of these? You know Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you and both yeah. You and one or the other in the situation, you know? right? Trying to figure out, trying to figure out what you're doing what's wrong with your life, yeah. right? <laughs> I'm, so, I'm um, the world. <laughs> I mean, I, I know uh, you know through your story, you've uh, you talked about some of the uh, difficulties, ups and downs that you've had. You know, what I'm saying uh, we we've talked offline, and and you talked about with your your kids, you know, and and you being a uh, single father, and you have two children that have autism, man. Like, tell, uh, explain to us some of the uh, some of the ups and downs. Ooh. That go along with that type of, uh, you know, you you being, you know, being that provider, being, you know, their father in this situation, and uh, you know, uh, some of the things you had to overcome being that having that. Man, the 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 it just broke up, mm. so so I didn't hear that last part. But I but basically. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Me and my ex-wife did not want to slap a label on the kids. Right, right. Um, we didn't, you know, we didn't have a whole lot in common, That, but that was definitely one of the things we had in common. We don't want to call them something and that just be their, their lot in life. That's, that's right. the box they live in. So right. with saying all of that, um, it took me to when I divorced two years ago and meeting, well, I say meeting, re-meeting my now fiance, who is a school teacher, who, mm. you know, she's she's tough as hell. And right. so and so to get me to realize and kind of, you know, both of us are strong willed kind of people. Mm-hmm. But you know, to really just 
get into my head, listen, let's let the doctors go ahead and evaluate what their situation is. Right. And that took everything for me to do. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I ain't, I ain't no cry. I ain't, <clears throat> I'm not a crier, right? Right. A couple of weeks ago, I had to do this packet for my daughter, who who's not who's basically nonverbal. Now she's starting to become more verbal, right? But she's basically nonverbal at sixteen, right? Yeah. And so I had to, I'm filling out this Medicaid packet because you know I got Tricare and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But this Medicaid Katie Beckett's packet is going to give me all the therapy I get for all three of them for free. And so now I'm working on the child that needs it the most. And so right. I sent that packet off last week, blah, 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 blah. But a couple of weeks ago, just getting it together, I got off the phone with the woman who's helped me put this packet together. And I ain't no crier, but I cried like a baby just to really come into this full realization of, hey, this is, you know, my kids may need help functioning in this world for the rest of their lives, whether I'm dead or alive. Right. And just yeah. having that realization of, dang, you know, there's a small window where I can get like two of them, I think are going to be cool. But you know what I'm saying? The, the, yeah. the one, ooh, you know what I'm saying? And I was doing that packing and it just crushed me, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But, <clears throat> but we, you know, I'm, I've been, you know, and, and so I will have to credit a lot of what I'm doing now to my fiance. And so she has been really, you know, getting me pointed in the right direction. And then of course I meet people on my own, but she knows this stuff, right? Right. And just getting me to the right people, the right programs, and then I'm helping them, you know, and I'm seeing a difference. So a year before we got to this house about a year before. Right. Right. And um a year later, my kids are a lot better. Yeah. Mm. All of them. That's good. You know, that's now, good. Yeah. And it's been crazy because their mom hasn't seen them in well over a year. And, mm. you know, mm. she was supposed to see them, you know, Christmas, Thanksgiving, spring break, whatever, whatever other holidays there were. She's in Tennessee. You know, uh, when we divorced, we was in Huntsville, Alabama. She found a place up in Tennessee. And, uh, you know, I came here back to Atlanta where, where, you know, I grew up. Right, right. And so, yeah, you know, she hasn't seen them. And, you know, it's been killing the girls. You know, my son already peeped game and already realized what he was dealing with and kind right. of was like disassociated himself with his mom. Right. To the point where me and him, we was eating a sandwich one day in 2019 and he was talking about how much he don't really like her and that mm. you know most yeah. boys don't say stuff like that about their mothers i choked on my sandwich we was eating firehouse subs <laughs> i was trying to uh. extremely hot sauce right i'm gonna put this, I'm gonna put, uh. this put this blowtorch on this sandwich right <laughs> And so he hits me with it right when I'm swallowing it, and then I'm, it goes down the wrong pipe, right? And, uh. <laughs> and so I'm just typing on my phone, right? I'm just typing on my phone. Uh, and, like, you know, this, dude, this dude spoke about how much he don't like his mom like he was Tony Robbins or somebody and broke Man. it down in bullet points. 
and I ain't never said nothing crazy about his mama to him. Right, right. Right? And so, you know, without even getting into it, it kind of shows you the toxicity that was there. When I come Mm -hmm. home and when I come home from uniform, you know, your kids are excited to see daddy, but they was extra excited. And I didn't know until after the divorce, really, why. Yeah. 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 You know, little abuse happening. You know, doctors find blood clots in the brain, you know, of my non Yes. Wow, man. Of my non-verbal. Right. Oh, man. Yeah, that's deep. Sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, definitely. And and you know what, I ain't trying to turn this to be, you know, no downer or nothing like that. We're in a good place now, though. Yeah. I'm I'm in a good place, though. And you brought brought them out of a good place. Brought them out of that situation and, and took hold of it. So, man, that always congrats man for uh, you know you taking the responsibility man and and you know we've had not only yourself previous guests man like i feel like we the show that got single dads on the show because we've had a lot of single fathers which is wild yeah. like you didn't really think that many but you know on our show we've had we've had single and fathers that's been taking the responsibility and handling their business man in, in in those type of circumstances man. so and it, and it, I'm gonna tell you like this, honestly, and like I said, I was a single dad. Um, I got my son when he was 11, and he's 25 now. But like you said, man, it's when you take on that responsibility as a father, you don't understand the level of responsibility that is. You know, you don't understand because even as fathers, it's now our job and our task to make sure this person, this young person that we created, become a part of society. You know what I'm saying? A thriving member of society. And, you know, like when I had my son, it's always, you know, you always think about the future. Like, how is he going to be? How is his future going to be? What kind of person is he going to be? Did I do the right thing? Did I say the right thing? And it's always, like you said, as a father, especially as a single father, you're always going to doubt yourself, but you still grow into that role. You mm-hmm. know, um, you know, when I got my son, I was kind of, and you know, his mom ended up going through something in her life where I had to get custody of my son like, ASAP, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so, and I was overseas, I was in Afghanistan when I found out I had to get custody of my son. Ooh. It took me three days to get back to the U S and, but I would do it again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I would do it in a blink of an eye. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just like, so I don't understand, like I said, when you got parents, and I don't want to turn this into that cause we got to go, but you got parents out here, especially, you know, fathers, that are right down the street from their kids, you know, never go see or live in the same, yeah, live in the same city as their kids and never go see them. Mm, right. It's unacceptable. So, you know, like I said, on this show, you know, we're going to definitely always promote, like you said, promote. Um, always. You know, yeah. You know, being as fathers, man, go, go be a father to your kids. You know, right. kids need fathers. You know, they need mm-hmm. mothers. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, the mothers are usually the ones who, you know, have the kids and who take care of the kids and the, the fathers are not around. But you know what I'm saying? Fathers, we need to we need to know that we, you, know what I'm you need to know that we need you. Right. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And ladies and, and females, if you got a guy that's willing to be a father to his kid, let him be a father. Period. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's no just because you can't be with him, he can't see his kids or whatever. Or he got a new woman that you don't like now he can't see his kids or whatever. Stop you blocking know, that man yeah, yeah, stop blocking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, let me get the soap about though, man. But hey man, hey, like I said, my hey, my I, congratulations, man, 
for all you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Continue to be the great person you are, man, and we commend you on from from mint ketchup, no doubt. No yes, doubt. Yes, always, sir. always. Absolutely. Man, we, I appreciate We're gonna go ahead and our next little port portion. We got respect your deck, man. And and I know uh we have to ask every person that comes on mint ketchup. It's not only us uplifting, you know, uh, uh minority professionals and those people that are doing good things, but music's a part of this thing too. So we're gonna jump in here and see what's going on with your deck man so first off we're gonna say like what was the most influence uh influential artist uh that you had in your life that that influenced your life uh as you look at it right now man that this whole thing was super hard super super hard because i respect so many artists out there there's so many like you remember poor righteous teachers back in the day oh yeah you remember dig- digital underground and dog okay. uh 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 i mean all of those oh eric b and rakim krs1 yeah. big uh, daddy kane you yeah, know yeah. like it's just so many of them you know of course mm-hmm. Hawk and big you yeah, know yeah. i like makes you know what I'm saying? I like tiny suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Breathe, stretch, <laughs> let it go. Breathe, <laughs> uh, stretch. You know, oh, like so. This was hard for me. This is hard for me. You know, there's so many influential artists out there. You know, and I wrote Buster Rhymes on there because God, dog. Oh, you know, I love, I love energy, and yeah, I yeah. love you know, and and you know. Think about his videos when he'd be like, you know, that guy, that guy, that guy. you know, he's all. <laughs> he'd be getting it done, he'd man. Be getting it right. The energy just be on point. And yeah. then, you know, I mean, the people who he has on, you know, I mean, it's just like, it is, even his new stuff that came out like about a, mm-hmm. I think it was like a, about a year ago or so. Yeah, yeah. Man, like, it is just so dope. So dope, so dope. Yeah, Buster so Rhymes is uh is yeah. a guy that's high up on the pedestal for me as well. Yeah. Uh, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So, yep. What's uh? I know uh when when you gave us back the uh the little layout, you had a uh, uh uh I don't know for the album. I know that gotta be tough, man. I know you have a lot of genres, you know, hip hop wise, but just in general, in general, can you give us an album? I know you more of an R and B dude. Yeah, but yeah. you got, you got uh you got. I mean, you said that intro, man. That intro album was pretty good too, though. But uh, <laughs> but uh, was, man, you gotta, yeah, Whoa. I mean, the album's pretty legit, man. You know, so uh, uh, what what album? Not not necessarily genre wise. You know, what I'm saying hip hop, R and B, gospel. We've had them all on here. Uh, what what album would you go to? You know, what I'm saying that can that can lift the spirits. Woo, woo. Okay, like okay, like that Michael Jackson album. Was it not against the wall? Well, I love that. You're off the wall. Off, not off the wall. What's the one that came yeah, after? Thriller. 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 Like, it. That whole, that whole album. Yeah. yeah you yeah, know, I've been, I've been playing a lot of them songs lately. You know. Yeah, yeah. That Thriller. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That's why yeah, I'm that's learning this new classic. song now. Yeah. Um, you know, I love that old Anita Baker, like that sweet love. 
that oh, album. Boy, serenade you to sleep with some Nina Baker. Yeah, like, yeah, that voice. That voice be like, you be like, ooh. yeah. It was like, ooh. man, it was like a pillow. You be like, ooh, Nina. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, that's right. And and you know, you know, I do like I do like some of the newer artists. You know. Um, it's just so many of them out there today that I really absolutely love. And it's just like, you know, even with gospel, R&B, hip hop, mm-hmm. it's just, and, and okay. So I am the one who's created music. I've created like, you know, um, probably a couple of hundred songs, just, uh-huh. just music period. Right, so right. I, you, you get, when you're creating music, you get out of the mindset of actually listening to music and really listening to yourself and right. creating that new sound. Right, and so right. I've created a lot of different new sounds that I've given to other people and blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. I mean, I've done some stuff on, on, on my stuff, but, you know, I want to tweak it and make it better and things like that. So this is why it's hard for me to answer because... I'm considering myself in all this stuff. I like me as well as I like these other artists. I like what I've done and my friends have done. Yeah. And it's just so much. So like even like that little Wayne um go get a song, you know, yeah. that stuff like that. Like all I do is win, win, win. And then the gospel cats created a, a, a another version of that which was even doper to me. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah, the gospel yeah. cats create and it sounds so good, right? Yeah, yeah. And so that's so good stuff. That it's is just a, like whatever is like you know I need at that time. You know I right, guess. right. Yeah, yeah. Understandable, understandable. So, um, what we'll do now? I think Rajim, do you have your list, sir? Do you have of your course list? Of course, got my sir? list. I mean, I'm just gonna make sure that you got your list ready. Hey. We about to switch over oh, to. Uh, hey. We about to switch over to the top almost four right now. I'm about to blow, about to blow your so blow my mind. Blow your mind. So first of all, this week for the top almost four, uh-huh. we're going with we're going with the top three producers, right? Okay. And music producers, all right. Um, and I and I, I kept it hip hop. Uh, I got a couple honorable mentions. So <laughs> okay. You say so you only got say, three on there, baby. I'm gonna hit, hit you. I got. I actually got. Um, I got three, okay. but I got two honorable mentions. All okay, right. Two so, okay. my first honorable mention, which is gonna set the tone for who my other three are, you are gonna be like, what? Um, all right, so here Dr. we go. Doctor Dre is my first honorable mention. Interesting. Okay. See, what I'm saying. I'm just my second, playing. Honorable, my second, my second honorable mention, just Blaze. Right. So okay. boom. All right. That set that sets the tone okay. for my top three. All right. That's right. Started started from the bottom, and look, my first started from the bottom is gonna fuck you up because then you're gonna wonder who the first two are. So All right. Bottom, number three. Number three. 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 Okay. <laughs> Kanye West. All right, we got Yeezy. All right, okay. number three. Number three. Yeezy. Number two. Number two. Rick Rubin. Rick Let's Rubin. go with it. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Number one. 
and hey, and 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 Loft, you gonna like this? Timberland. What? See, but you know what's funny though? You know what's hilarious? You know what's hilarious about this? Is that when I did it, I didn't even put Timberland as number one. Really? Oh, I didn't put Timberland. He was in my list, but I didn't put Timberland as number one. So you did, we got Yeezy, we got Rick Rubin, Timberland number one. I like Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin is- Brian said, for real. <laughs> like Rick Rubin is is legit. Like uh, I, look, I'm saying the same thing. But <laughs> as you can see on the bottom, I'm saying the same thing because in my list, you can go back. It was a few episodes, and I had four. But uh, yeah, Rick Rubin was legit. He wasn't on my list. He was very much doing uh, you know, of course, he did the Jay Z joint. He did Beastie Boys. You know, what I'm saying oh, yeah. has more of a, has more of a and rock. That's what- he got more of a rock deal to his stuff than than but I see, like in my hip hop. But he be getting that. The reason why I picked him over Kanye is because Kanye is like a, a understudy for Rick Rubin. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Okay. So that's why okay. I picked I Rick Rubin over Kanye. All right. You know what I'm so I mean, everybody has their own criteria. I probably would have mm-hmm. went different in in the layout of what we have right here. I'm for sure having Pharrell in my top three. Timberlands was in my top three, and I think Dre. I think I had Dre at number four due to the mm. fact that he his production after kind of Eminem stopped really making albums like like he was, and then he started producing yeah. really his own stuff. Like I mean, he does still use Dre, but he kind of has his own sound that he started producing. His own stuff, and then you also got Royce Fanabi doing stuff with him. Like he kind of does like Detroit type stuff now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, like Dre, you don't see it promoted as much um, on that yeah. aspect. So I would for sure would have been more like Pharrell probably has the largest um, catalog. Swap. Yeah, the, the largest catalog of success. On all genres, and he's like a go-to. Timberland's in there, mm-hmm. and I'm for sure like, yay! Like as of, hey, I'm walking up to the stage, and I'm giving you an award of some kind. Those are the three that I'm really like, yeah. I mean, Swiss Beats. Mm-hmm. I probably would put Swiss Beats before I'm putting Just Blaze. It's, 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 it's a lot. It's a lot. There's a lot of. There's a lot of cats. Yeah, it's a there's lot. a lot of cats. Missy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I kind of, yeah, I, so I kind of make that was anytime. Hard. I kind of look like anytime Timberland's mentioned, Missy Elliott is a part of it. Like I kind of just yeah. like they are together, kind of in a bubble to me because their yeah. sounds are, you know, similar, similar. You know what I'm saying? Like they uh-huh. are very much. Like, you like that? You like? Yeah, I don't use some big uh-huh. words. Like yeah. they're uh, they're in sequence, you know what I'm saying? Like they're very much like together. When you when you when you uh listen to some of their stuff, you be like, yeah, it's yep, missing. Yeah, yeah, they're right yeah, there, yeah. They're right there together. You know what I'm saying? So I do like the adding of Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin is very much uh a a a a piece of hip hop that a lot of people yeah, yeah, don't no don't bring up a lot. You know, and so, that's why uh, that's, and that's why that's why I put him in there because a lot of people don't understand the 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 reach that Rick Rubin has in hip hop. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't I don't like, know if he did uh um Brass Monkey, but that was a banger. Oh, like I don't know, like that's yeah. all type of joint like yeah, did, and yeah, um uh, yeah. and, wow. and Paul Revere dog and uh, I mean like there was some beats yeah. that you'd be like if Rick 
I, I'm not sure. I didn't look at the production uh, catalog yeah. or, or listing on those, but, but he, I mean, those sound more like Jay-Z, things that, that Kanye, uh, Rick Rubin would have done. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. knocking it out. Yeah. So, Kelly, uh, you see anything wrong with this list right here? No, I don't see nothing wrong. I'm, 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 I'm good with this list. I'm gonna, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna throw a left. I'm gonna throw a curveball and see if y'all could catch it. What about? Okay. Ryan, oh, okay, let's get it. Ryan Leslie. Ryan Leslie. I like I. You not I know Ryan wrong. Leslie, but I'm not familiar with who he's touched. I mean, he's he's made millions off of Cassidy, Fabulous. Um, I can't think okay. of the rapper. Uh, but yeah, man, if you ever look up the make Ryan Leslie, the making of. And you uh-huh. like okay. you have like a thousand video videos that will come up when he's actually creating uh, the beat. He's a he's right. a he's a member of the Hitman. I think that okay. was like so, that's yeah. what I was like. Okay, so I know, Hitman. I know, yeah, I, know, I, so I, know hit, I know the Hitman. Yeah. So okay. Yeah, yeah. He's a member of the I Hitman. Got. I know the Hitman as a whole. I don't yeah. know him individually or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Also, honorable mention. Dag on uh, Dungeon Family. Dag on Organized Noise. You know what that's about yeah. in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, those are yeah. those are those are cats that I've been like, yep, yep, yep. They be doing that thing. So, um, yeah, man, it's not a bad list, and I like the adding of Rick Rubin, man. That was uh, this, this is this is the one list that we've had so far, <laughs> sir. That I cannot. I'm not going. I'm not going to yell at you. I mean, you have had some lists, dog, and I'll be like, what is happening today? Like. <laughs> I'll be mean, like, how did I make music with this guy? And then you got to throw him one. You got to throw him one. Good. Like, ah. It's all good. I do like the ad of Rick Rubin because a lot of people don't be giving him his love, his props. Yeah, right, Rick Rubin get a lot of props. They be doing his thing. So I, I really do respect that one. So good stuff on that. No good stuff on yeah, that. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Well, gentlemen, we are at an hour and 37 minutes. A little longer uh, show today. But Man, I really appreciate, hurt. once again, everybody show love. But dang on Kelly Williams showing up in the place. We really appreciate you coming back and hanging out with us, man. Anytime that you have time, come holla at me. You know what I'm saying? Let me know if you got something that's on your heart that you want to talk about or whatever. This is the spot for it. And we're always, always, always here to uplift and celebrate minority people that are professional, doing big things and affecting their community in a positive way. So we always want to make sure that uh, that is taking place anytime so whenever and if you need to come by and come uh speak a word or uh get something off your chest this is the platform for sure to come and do it man so, i got plenty yeah, let's do it yeah we, we really appreciate you coming back coming by and seeing this man mm-hmm. um once again uh, i'm gonna play this little commercial you gotta come we gotta come uh check out my man you know i'm gonna play this commercial real quick for you mm-hmm. uh make sure you check out my man rajin's book real quick Hey man, yes, go sir. check that out. Go check out. Be a good read. Uh, you know, make sure that you come check it out. He's supposed to be having a coma too. Supposed to be coming. Coma working two. on that joint. Coming, you know what I'm saying? Coming soon, baby. Coming soon. Hey, I'm trying to get in the book. Maybe I could be a character. I don't know. Hey, like, I'm trying anyways, to get anyway. screenplay written. So you got this movie out. All right. So yeah. I just want to walk in the background. I'll be the robot guy in the background. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> you need a robot. <laughs> but I, again, guys, I really appreciate you. Everybody out there, come hit us on the social medias. Come hit us on Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, all them joints. Also, we on Spotify. We on TuneIn, Google, Apple, Pop. All those come man. check us out, Mick Catch Up Podcast. We everywhere, baby. We, we everywhere. everywhere. We out here, man. We really appreciate y'all come chilling with us and having a good time with us. Once again, Kelly Williams. Once again, Rajim. Once again, Lofton in the building, and we out here.